Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Um, Welcome back to our Talking Wealth podcast. I haven't done one for a couple of weeks now because I've been a little bit busy, but I know the other guys have been doing some podcasts for you. But today I uh, I wanted to cover a survey that I actually just received. I often do surveys as you, uh, anybody who's been listening to these podcasts for quite a long time would know that I'm quite often doing surveys in the industry in terms of the financial services type of industry. Uh, and then I get the results of those sent to me, which is really, really nice, or a summary of those results. And one of these ones I was doing was on margin lending, and uh, it's my investment trends. And sorry if you hear this paper rustling and everything else in the background. Um, it's the investment trends 2013 gearing for investment survey, um, and it was completed between September and November last year. And if I just open up the page and have a bit of a look. For those of you who know, uh, obviously, what we teach and, and how we teach and some of the content, we'll talk, we often talk about things such as, um, you know, Buffett, when people, when he says, um, buy in doom and sell in boom. And, and then I also relate it to things such as margin lending. I've, I've, um, people in my book, uh, How to Beat the Managed Funds by 20%, when I talk about margin lending, I often say that people, the most amount of margin lending happens just before the crash. And the most amount of people aren't in margin lending or exit margin lending at the bottom of a crash. Um, and one of the, the on page six, the this survey goes to say total margin lending market grew for the first time in six years, adding one hundred and eighty-three million dollars net. Um, he said that the continued decline in margin lending market since its height of forty-two billion in December two thousand and seven. 42 billion in December 2007. And you'll remember that's around the peak of the GFC. The peak of our market was about October, I think, in 2007, from memory. Um, and then we fell right down into March 2009. So 42 billion in December 2007. And it appears to have bottomed in 2013. For the first time in six years, the industry saw a net year-on-year addition of $183 million. Now, the direct channel, and that means people using margin lending directly, showed significant improvement in 2013, up 12% to, up 12%, $529 million. In contrast, the planner channel shrank by 7%. So individuals were going more into margin lending in the last year, but planners were shrinking or not recommending it as much or saying, or not putting people into it, uh, less 7%. And the broker channel declined only slightly falling 2%. So interesting, interesting how individuals going direct started using more margin lending where planners and brokers were recommending it less or using it, advising their clients to use it less. When I look at the chart that they've put up that says total margin debt from planners continued to fall at a lower rate, uh, at a lower rate, the, the direct channel showed improvement by adding $529 million, which is exactly what I've just um, said in the previous paragraph. But looking at the chart, we see that between sort of March 2007 and December 2007 is when the peak of margin lending happened. So the start of that rise was from about December 2004, the big rise, but it started, it got more vertical once we hit to the end of 2006. It actually went vertical, which shows a normal thing in terms of market conditions that more people try to get into the market with more money 
imagine lending they're saying the market's going up so i'll buy and borrow more money to make more money but at the end if you look at the the bottoming of brokers and people going direct into the market they bottomed out in early 2009 or march around the march 2009 lows when both of those markets all those channels broker channel or direct channel for individual investors both of those channels have exited pretty much had exited all their margin lending or exited their margin lending um, in that early 2009 but interesting fact was the financial planning channel it, if I just move my paper a little bit, it went from around about 18 to around about a 12. So it went dropped by about 30% um, in terms of 30 to 40%, where the direct and broker channel went from around 12 to around 4. So it fell by 60 or 70% or the participation. So therefore, brokers and um, individuals direct got out of margin lending and drove during the GFC where planners um, possibly were tending to keep people in the margin lending, I suppose, is probably, uh, and that's sort of not so way you necessarily should be reading it, but they were less, they were slower to move out of margin lending. And as such, they continued to decline over several years right through to more recently to sort of early, uh, late 2012, early 2013, when they tended to bottom out a little bit around that same level of what advisors, uh, sorry, direct, uh, brokers and, and direct people were. But the interesting thing was is, is that channel um, being direct and also with brokers, they got out much quicker. They were more responsive to the GFC than the financial planners. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the financial planners, but financial planners do a great job and they're there to help people understand and not panic. And so maybe some of that, and maybe the planners didn't necessarily believe that the market was going to be as bearish as what it thought because, uh, because obviously they're there to advise people and, and not sort of jump out and take losses, etc. like that. So maybe there's some learning there for financial planners. I don't know. But the interesting thing is that uh, mums and dads were panicking, I would say, and uh, they got out of their margin lending, which was a smart thing to do. But at the end of the day, when you see margin lending at all-time records, at all-time record levels, that to me always says the top is coming. So, um, And then when you see most people out of the market uh, in terms of their margin lending that says to me that the market's bottomed and there's not, it, it's, it is actually going to go up again. So the capital return expectations was another section of this report which basically researched, researched people about what their expectation on returns. And one thing I found was quite interesting here. It said planners and brokers were expecting a 12-month capital return of 9% whereas investors were only expecting 7%. Normally that's a real different figure in terms of normally investors or expect higher returns than what planners and brokers are sound, suggesting that they might get. And and this is quite regular. So this is actually the opposite, whereas the planners and brokers are actually thinking that there's going to be a better return than what investors are going to get. So I thought that was quite an interesting thing. Not sure exactly what that means, but it just means maybe maybe investors, the investor sentiment or the average person in the market, maybe their sentiment is still that the market is not that good and it's quite bearish at the moment. I'll just flick over a couple of, uh, well, not quite bearish at the moment, but they're nervous about the market and where it's actually going, which is rightly so. A lot of people are rightly um, concerned about the market because it has been sideways and up and down and volatile. And we've seen in recent days and weeks that stocks have shot up for a day and then shot down you know, a few days later and it is making it a little bit difficult and, um, and some people are blaming things such as high frequency trading and I would 
mind doing a podcast on that soon. I just read a, a really interesting article the other day and I have had a student emailing me about um, high-frequency trading and how that works. But I won't cover that here because it'll take a little bit too long. But interesting thing, one of the other charts that they've got here is, is the catalyst to use margin lending for financial advisors. And the question was, what would prompt you to recommend margin lending more often or increase average client borrowing levels? And basically, it was client demand was there. Client demand and lower interest rates were the two major things that was suggesting that uh, planners would then recommend margin lending more. But client demands or people wanting, obviously, to use margin lending, which presupposes that people understand what margin lending is. And I would suggest margin lending is an excellent, excellent vehicle, especially in bull markets and especially near, not at the start of the bull market. Let's make make sure it's moving uh, and then move into it because you can make some really great money for it. But you need to be watching it because what... Uh, this report doesn't take into account. Actually, it does a little bit. I'll just flip over a page. It's talking about, um, it does talk about things such as margin calls. Now, I know with margin calls, when you get that first sign, and we always, we saw it in the, in the, in the crash of the tech wreck. We saw it in other pullbacks in the market where there's been record margin lending calls. And even in back in 2006 when the market dipped in, I think it was June from memory, there were like record levels of margin calls in June and the market was still going up. Those sorts of signs to me is when it comes down and people get margin calls, tells me that people are over leveraged or they're using more leverage than they really, really need to because any dip then causes margin calls. And obviously in 2007, 2008 and 2009, every every quarter there was record levels of margin lending calls as the market went down. Now to me, I mean, our clients didn't get any margin lending calls and I've never had one of those in my life. Uh, and I don't intend to start having them now. But interesting fact of this is in 2009, remember at the bottom of the GFC in 2009, there was still there was 44% of planner clients in margin lending who didn't get a margin call. So that presupposes if there's 44% that didn't get a call pre margin call, that 56% actually did get a margin call. So still in 2009, 50% of people that were in margin lending were getting margin lending calls at the bottom of the marketplace, which is quite interesting because obviously the market's fallen from 2007 down into 2009. Tells me that the people weren't doing... Uh, to me, what is, is fine, fa- sound financial management of where you're exiting things and people are hanging on for too long saying, I'm going to lose, but then by having a margin loan and, and your asset base is decreasing, uh, the loan that you have is not decreasing. Um, it is actually increasing because of the interest rate. So sometimes you're just better off you know, getting out of those things, especially with something that's leveraged because you make money faster and you lose money faster. So you've got to have much better money management rules. Uh, Buy and hold with a margin lending facility or a line of credit um, with your house, that sort of stuff. You need to practice much uh, really good safe money management rules, and that means you're setting stop losses, doing your position sizing correctly, which we talk about. Um, So anybody wants to talk about, about, oh, sorry, research a a bit about margin lending and understanding how to use that, you may like to go and buy my book or get my book off my website, How to Beat the Managed Funds by 20% because it will talk to you about margin lending, how to use it, because I think the time for margin lending is now coming back, especially when you start seeing some of the, the moves in that, that that's starting to move up again, which is interesting, which means there's a lot more people or more people now starting to think the market is getting a bit better. Right now, in the next six months, I wouldn't be out there doing that because I think the market's got to come down a little bit uh, um, now. But uh, after that, I think margin lending might be a really nice um, 
thing to go and investigate for yourself here from more medium to longer term portfolio. I'll leave you with all that. Hope you've enjoyed this week's podcast in uh, Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Take care. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 Share Trade.